Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Local people. Local stories. This is the All Local from 1010 Wins. I'm Kathleen Marple Kalb, and here are today's top local stories. The day of hate is not welcome in New York. NYPD stepping up patrols, many leaders condemning a call from online extremists for anti-Semitic action today. The Anti-Defamation League has warned that white supremacists and neo-Nazi groups plan propaganda distributions, banner drops, and more. And some online groups are calling for things like graffiti and flyers. All of this has the NYPD ramping up patrols at local synagogues and Governor Hochul ordering state police to step up their efforts as well. Rabbi Jordan Milstein of Bergen County's Temple Sinai says security is tighter at his synagogue, but... We should not be cowed. Um, It's exactly what people like this want. NYPD Chief of Intelligence Thomas Galati told 1010 Winds there's no known threat, but... We'll deploy our uh, critical response command officers to locations like that. Also, we'll deploy our counterterrorism officers that we have throughout the barrels. And Itzia Neuer of the Anti-Defamation League of New York and New Jersey has some simple advice. We want communities to be aware. We want them to be educated that there is a possibility of extremist activity this weekend, and we want them to be prepared. The ADL is calling for a Shabbat of peace in response to this day of hate. A Queens woman was stabbed to death yesterday afternoon, and police have charged her son. The call came in around 2 p.m. from 4024 West 191st Street in Auburndale. Police say they found 60-year-old Hyun Suk Cho unconscious with multiple stab wounds. Her 20-year-old son was nearby, they say, with a cut to the hand and minor head and neck injuries. She was taken to the hospital where she died. The son, Dennis Cho, who also lived in the apartment, was arrested soon after on murder, weapons, and other charges. No word so far on any possible motive or a court date. Some questions about the deputy mayor for public safety after his response to questions from reporters. Former NYPD Chief of Department Phil Banks at a briefing yesterday asked to explain how he fits into the public safety infrastructure with Police Commissioner Keychant Sewell and... Uh, that's not a question. Uh, you know what? I always people say, can I ask a question? I would say, you ask a question doesn't mean I'm going to answer it. For one, it's not on topic. Two, um, I, I'm not, you know, with all due respect, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I, I won't answer that particular question. I'm in this, I'm in this role because the person who was elected mayor has the authority to appoint a deputy mayor of public safety. And he believed that I should be the person in this particular role. And that's why I'm at that role. End of story, bottom line. The briefing, which also included Sewell, Fire Commissioner Laura Cavanaugh, and other top officials, was intended to give city officials a top chance to talk about public safety efforts. Wage theft charges for twin brothers accused of stiffing laborers on construction sites and even beating one who complained. New York Times has the details of the case against 41-year-old Luis Shabaj and his brother Jimmy. The two are accused of stealing thousands of dollars from Spanish-speaking day laborers by refusing to pay them for their work at a Harlem site. Jimmy Shabaj also charged with assault after attacking one of the workers when they asked for pay. The charges are the first under a new effort from the Manhattan DA to crack down on wage theft. How much is the city losing on remote work with less spending on restaurants and other midtown businesses? New study looked at it. Lots of folks have returned to their offices, but not necessarily full time. And at the Bobby Van Restaurants, Managing Director Brian Morrissey says they're taking in about 20% less revenue on Mondays and Fridays 
when more people work remotely compared with Tuesdays, Wednesdays and Thursdays. And that's a problem. The rents have gone up, insurance has gone up, minimum wage has gone up. The three to four days of solid business that we're all but guaranteed is not enough. WFH Research says that since the pandemic, the average Midtown worker is spending almost $4,700 a year less in their office neighborhoods, a bigger drop than in any other U.S. city. Roger Stern, 1010 Winds on 92.3 FM in Midtown. A big forum on legal cannabis stores in the city today. The Latino Cannabis Association is hosting this event with Congressman Adriano Espaillat, Manhattan Borough President Mark Levine, and more. Latino Cannabis Association co-founder Jeffrey Garcia tells 1010 Winds right now there are only two stores in the entire city. The OCM right now is still in the process of continuing to uh, assign licenses to card applicants. So I believe that as more applicants start getting licenses they will be looking into the outer boroughs or the other parts of the boroughs right to to open up stores and he says washington heights would be a great location for one the forum is a day-long event at the columbia health services center on 168th street a protest at a drag story hour in queens ended in a rock throwing and the arrest of a counter protester yesterday this happened at the event in jackson heights police say a man threw a rock at the anti-lgbtq demonstrators and hit one in the head she was treated for minor injuries. The man, 28-year-old Christian Valencia, was arrested on assault and other charges. Drag story hour has been around for years, but the protests haven't. Queens Public Library President Dennis Walcott telling Tinted Winds. The level of hate and the level of uh, venom that's been taking place has just increased more and more, and that's really unfortunate because it's not about that at a library, and we're there for uh, the community, and we're there for people of various backgrounds, and we fully support uh, Drag Story Hour. In recent months, there have been protests at Drag Story Hour events in Queens at that same library, as well as in Staten Island and in Chelsea. Thanks for listening to the all-local from 1010 Winds. And for the latest news, traffic, and weather, tune to 1010 Winds, visit 1010winds.com, or download the Odyssey app to take us wherever you go. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.